When looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Well, excuse me! Looking for good ideas for life? You're far from good hands. Hey, bud, what's your problem? If you think the listener is always right, you're far from the right place. Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, but a rebel by choice. Are you threatening me? If you want a host that floats between love and madness, and we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. Thinking of you's working up my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. All right, guys, uh, listen to the blues riff and B. Watch me for the changes and try and keep up, okay? Warning, creators of this game do understand the subject matter may be offensive to some, but they do honor the families and people that have been affected by these real-life tragedies that these individuals have caused. Wanna play a game? Oh yeah! Lover of true crime? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we got an interesting game for you to check out. Wow. With the mashup of influences such as horror movies, collecting cards, and RPGs. What? Led to giving birth to an incredible creation of this game. Killers, the card game. You are all my children now. This game is a collectible trading card game featuring some of the most infamous killers with tidbits of trivia on the back of each card to help you learn some insight to each criminal. Who the hell are you? Let's not forget, during the game, cops will be chasing you and these criminals. I'm a cop, you idiot! However, check out their website listed through all social media today, which can be found under Killers, the card game. Am I on the internet? I want to play a game. Hi, I'm Teresa Tilly. And I'm Betsy Baker. And we're from the iconic movie Evil Dead. And you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, children of all ages, looking forward to this one, but I want to say we will have Mr. Brian Young popping in. He's having trouble with his Zoom, but we also got a second co-host, Aaron from A&B Horror Movies. We were actually just talking about his movie collection behind him, which <laughs> looks great for the backdrop. But Thank our you for guests, having me. Yes, of course. But our guests today are two of the three ladies of the evil dead what 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 and i happened because we're talking movies i actually went back and watched 
the movie today. Ah, the Blu-ray. But I was also at watching the extras. This three-disc set. The Ultimate Edition, which is one of many editions. But we have Miss Betsy Baker, who was Linda. And yes, as you heard when we came in, we're going to get you. But also her co-star, Teresa Tilly, who was Shelly. Ladies, how are we doing? And what's going on? Well, on what planet are you talking about? All right, I'll go this direction then. Because you were here a few minutes early and we were kind of chit-chatting. You just got done the uh, Motor City Nightmares and got to see some family and stuff while you're back out in Michigan. So we'll go on that direction then. Okay, that's a good direction. It was... It was a little too long to be with my family. <laughs> Can I just say that? But they're really good because by 11 a.m., everyone's drinking shots. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. So it worked out. We, there, <laughs> which one do you have? Because they all this, have. This is Tullamore Dew. This is a. Uh... Okay, never it's heard a, that one. Yes, it's uh, a lot smoother than a Jameson. Okay. Uh, we had a fan of the show send it to me for my birthday, so thank oh. you very much, Samantha. She uh, coaxed my home address from a somebody associate with this show, and this happened to show up one morning of my birthday last wow. week. So. Right. Good timing. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you, Samantha, again. I will give you credit where credit is due, so... Betsy, how about you? Uh, uh, yeah, I was at Motor City too. It was a, it was a great convention. It was a lot of fun. Um, it's um, well run. We had a really good time. A lot of celebs were there. A lot of fans were there, and that's what's most important at the fans. And yes, I saw family too for uh, nine year. I mean, nine days. And um, seems like actually, you know, both both Teresa and I talk about it a lot. We we miss Michigan a lot. We miss. I mean, that's why we go. It's not just family, but it's nice to see. I mean, not just being back in Michigan. It's really nice to see family. And it's nice to see lakes that don't have sharks in them, you know. And it's nice to see green. Oh, my gosh, the green. So we had a good time. And on a personal note, I'll because I was just on the road recently and be going back out uh, rather sooner than later. I was in the San Jose area. And it was amazing how brown it was along the between San Jose and San Francisco, as far as the mountains are concerned. When you would think it'd be open green, but there's a whole nother. It was explaining me. It was like complete opposite. But I was like, it uh, was impressive. A lot of California does not get rain from April on. So we're into our brown months now. We, we actually were able to hold on to a lot of green until June or almost early July this year. But now it's kind of brown and dry. Exactly. And uh, I obviously we're going to talk the movie, but he finally made it after his Zoom issue. Mr. Brian Young from the Transatlantic uh, History Podcast. He's also a movie expert. Hello, Brian. How are you? I am fantastic. And I am so thrilled and honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am such big fans of both of yours. But I got to start by asking. Did you keep your allegiance to the Detroit Red Wings? Well, I have to say that um, I was always a Tiger fan. Okay, I was going to wear a Tiger's jersey today just to try to kiss up, but I didn't. <laughs> They're great! But, um, and that's only because my dad was, and I really didn't do much sports at all. So there you have it. How about you, B? Uh, well, I have a Facebook friend who actually uh, gives us the score of any Tigers game every single night in the summer. So go Tigers. And um, she actually caught a ball one time and actually got hit in the thigh really badly with a, a, a foul ball. But uh, she still ponies up to go to almost every game. I'm not so much a Red Wings fan, although I will say in college, I went to a lot of hockey, a lot of hockey. didn't know that. Yes, that's just no, a little Michigan bit of a little trivia that Teresa did not know about me, but um, I went to a lot of ice hockey. I just don't watch it out here. 
Yeah. Was that because you went to uh, Michigan State? Yes, sir, it was. Yes, sir, that is absolutely true. And it was not far to walk into a game, and it was a lot of fun. And, and uh, yeah, I watched a lot of hockey in college. Yeah, I'm a Northeasterner, too. I'm a Buffalo, New York guy. So okay. we're some of the few people that appreciated hockey when, you know, when we were younger. Now everybody does. It's not fair. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm sorry. I, I, I'll get over it. There's rap bastards. You know, since we're going to dive into the movie and everything like that, I figure I'll be a gracious host. And Aaron, would you like to start us off? Uh, sure. Why don't we start with... Um... Well, one question I like to ask is while you were filming the movie, I understand that it, there were some challenges associated with it. Um, but while we were filming it, did you have a sense of this is coming together really well, like you are a part of something special and that it would have such longevity? I honest to God, excuse me, Betsy, for going first. I <laughs> thought when I when I was making it, I said to myself, this is another gone with the wind. I can see it coming together. It's amazing. Red, 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 you go. Where shall I go? What shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Great answer. But... <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, the heat today must be getting to Teresa because that's why I laughed early on. We, we actually never, I don't recall ever sitting there going, you know what? This is really coming together. This is going to be some yeah. sort of hit. I do recall some nights, because we often, we shot mostly nights, and I do recall about 5 or 6 a.m. every morning going, you know what? If I don't get off this set pretty soon and get out of this cabin and get away from these people, meaning everybody except Teresa and Ellen Sandwise, I'm going to kill somebody in real life. But it all worked out and nobody died. Well, I, I kind of have a follow-up to Aaron's since you have admitted that you did not think it was going to, you know, be the universal smash hit it was. Hmm. At the time, were you thinking to yourselves, just looking at the subject matter and seeing some of what was being done and what was asked of you, did you ever stop and think, there's no way this is ever going to be shown? That would be exactly how I felt every minute I was there <laughs> a joke why am I doing this and then it was kind of fun being with all these people because we had become friends but I just thought they're putting milk and peanut butter and ketchup in in my mouth and I'm spitting it out how could this ever be an interesting concept to anyone ever the way you phrased it, Brian, was interesting because I do think all of us thought it would be finished at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Not the time they told, not the time they told us, but it would be finished in some point in time. But to be out there in a theater, you know, and a couple of years later, and then to be seen um, by enough people to go, well, maybe we we should do Evil Dead too. I mean, and then go on, and then go on and on. And, we really, I, I had no idea. I actually thought it would be finished because there was that drive and determination by Sam, even at a very young age. And every night that we shot, you could see the determination by by Rob and Sam and Bruce to finish this movie, come hell or high water. And it did take not the four weeks that, or four or six weeks that they thought, but four or six months to at least get it all in the can. But I never thought it would be the international cult classic that it is. No, and guys like Sam Raimi are, to, to be able to accomplish what he has in life and what he went on to after that, that doesn't come from nowhere. I mean, that spark has got to be there even at those early stages. So I can understand you both thinking, I believe in this guy. I just don't necessarily believe in this project. Well, you have to also understand that Betsy and me and Ellen, I believe, we we weren't really horror fans. People often say, what's your favorite horror movie? And we have to kind of like, I think it was Psycho. I mean, we don't watch them. And when we were hired for this, it was the first feature film that 
any of us had ever done. I mean, Detroit, just mostly what we did as actors were uh, industrial movies about like how an engine works and get in the car and this is how this year. I mean, it, it wasn't feature films. So just the idea that we were ma making a feature film was all that mattered. We didn't care what it was about until we got there and realized, oh my God, what is this? Crazy. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you, and obviously this story has been told. And of course I just had to do a, little glass of whiskey because Teresa started it. We'll blame her. No, but all kidding aside, obviously the story's been told. You guys separated yourselves for 10, 15 years, whatever it would be. But there was a rumor on the internet, at least for Betsy, and she could confirm or deny this because we know how it's true out there. But there was almost a part for you to do Linda in a dream for part two, but couldn't happen, just wasn't right because you were pregnant with one of your kids. So what was actually going on there? So by that time around 80, 86 or so, Teresa and I had both moved out to Los Angeles. Remember, kids, because I know you're all younger than both Teresa and I, um, there was no cell phone, there was no computer. So if you had a phone contact with somebody, you never lost it, or you actually called their parents, you know, to get, you know, the newest number of where your friend was. And they contacted me, um, Bruce and Sam and Rob, one of them called me and said, um, and we'd like to talk to you about something. Can you meet for breakfast at this restaurant in the Los Angeles area? We always seem to meet for food or whatever. And so I went to this restaurant and I walked in and clearly I was, you know, I, maybe they weren't sure, but they were kind of wondering if that was a maternity blouse or whatever. And we sat down, we had breakfast since, and then they proposed this scene of Linda and maybe more in Evil Dead 2. And uh, we'd be interested in using you and we're going to shoot it in September. And I just kind of very kindly said, well, uh, strangely enough, that's when I'm due. So there was no, there was no way I could change my due date. And there was no way at that point they could change their schedule. So it just was like two things that didn't, I mean, that were conflicting and couldn't make into one. So yeah, it is true. It is true. Beautiful. Now, you know, it's interesting and obviously it was, and we can avoid it as much as possible out of respect to everybody involved. But I know the original wasn't a union project. And as we sit here on 816, it, we're still dealing with the strikes of the writers and SAG and all that fun stuff. But you guys were fortunate enough to have your voices used for the Evil Dead video game. So is that considered a SAG project when they put, because that's been the trend lately doing video games. And Betsy, I know we rescheduled because of some voice work you were doing yesterday, which is mazel tov to that. I don't know if you can talk on that or not, but are video games considered SAG projects? How does that work as well? Hey, you want to take this? Well, I just know that, um, in our case, and, and they do vary, you know, some people, I used to do a lot of voice work and it became um, a problem because they didn't want to use union actors. They, especially when the internet took over, it was so easy to access voices anywhere in the world at a very low rate. And that's when I just thought, you know, this is, this is not, they're not paying enough. They're not doing union work. So if you're in the union, you primarily want to do union. I mean, you should only be doing union work to support the concept that, you know, we need to be um, compensated properly. So in the case of uh, the the uh, game, we required that they do it through the union. They did not. Well, I won't go into what the discussions were, but they were happy to do it. And so it was done through the union. Yeah. A lot of games, though, are not, uh, you know, John, they're just they're not. But a lot are. I mean, I, I don't know the numbers, but it's um, I'm certain there's a lot of um, audio recording and and things like that that are not always sag. But but um, Evil Dead, the video game was. And um, 
So, yeah. Yeah, because I have uh, two friends that I've inquired. I don't know what's the word. Aaron, help me out. Inquired, is that the word? Or, you know, that from, do, from doing the show, I've made yeah, friends acquired. with. Right. Okay, thank you, sir. He, sure. Aaron is the smart guy in the room. He's oh, very. Come on, I just happen uh, to know a few words. Yeah, well, he's very intellectual. <laughs> I appreciate that about him. So he's that's got why a thesaurus. Big deal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, I'm anyway. Supercomputer right here. Yeah, there you go. That, that's a whole other <laughs> conversation for another time. Yes. But uh, now, two of the people that <laughs> came from the horror field that I'm very become close with who were horror actresses, have made the transition over past years in recent times of doing video game work and a lot of voiceover work, but we never talked about that with them. So I was curious here to know your perspective. But would Brian or Aaron like to take the next question? Yeah, yeah I... No, uh, you go, Brian. I find it so fascinating that on my show i'm a horror nut and i have been since i was a little kid which is funny my brother who's 15 months younger than me is terrified of everything you know he's this grown-ass man who has to hide his eyes at film still and i've been a horror nut my whole life and i've been blessed to have interviewed a lot of people from the horror field on on my show and other projects i've done and almost none of them were fans of horror when they got into the field did becoming so known for horror, do you think it helped your career or hurt your career? And not just for doing it, but for becoming known for it. And tell the truth, horror fans are the most loyal, but the weirdest fans you will meet. Are they not? Well, you got to pick on Aaron. Come on. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I'm one too. I admit it. <laughs> yeah. But there's some of the smartest people too, but go ahead. True. Yeah, they are. Um, I'll go first this time. You know, yeah, but I can speak for Teresa on this one. I know she's not a horror fan. I'm not a horror fan. And I know that even when we do live conventions, many people will say, can I just ask you, have you seen this offbeat horror movie, you know, from 1987 or from 1992? And the answer is always, no, we have not seen it. We don't like horror movies what you don't like horror movies the question that you asked though about did it um well did we start to like horror movies then once we realized that there was such a following and and how and why horror movies were so popular no (laughs) but um no um i get scared easily we actually saw both of us were invited to the premiere of evil dead rising Teresa saw it. I was like this, pretty much all but 40 seconds of the movie. Literally, I just, I could hear it. I just couldn't see it. Um, It's just something about them. But the the other part of the question was, do you think it hurt? I don't know if it hurt. I know that both Teresa and I, and Teresa can speak to this as well, have been on jobs and auditions where people will come up to us you know, after an audition or after they've taped something, this was before the pandemic when we were doing going in live and say, I just want to say, Miss Tillier, I just want to say, Miss Baker, um, great job on that, you know, <laughs> French fry commercial, but I really, really loved you in Evil Dead. And you just go, what? Oh, well, thank you. Um, and you, you just don't know where that came from. But um, uh, did it hurt us? I... I know there was a time and Teresa and I just talked about it a few weeks ago. I know there was a time when we were still living in Detroit when we did not have it on our resumes because as Teresa said earlier in the interview, we would go in and do Ford industrials, General Motors jobs, Buick, Toyota, Honda jobs. We would do local regional commercials and it, and you would be so proud of every single thing you did on your resume. Hello, kitty witty. And, and then all of a sudden there'd be evil dead. And then we'd go, Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not for our product or for our, you know, 1983 uh, line of cards this year. But thanks so much. I don't know how much that happened, but um, Teresa, did you want to speak to that? I don't know if it still does. I mean, yeah, I, I kept it off my resume for 20 years. In, in fact, it wasn't until 2020, uh, 2001 when we uh, reconvened to uh, to see the movie in a big uh, film house here in LA. 
uh, American Cinematique, and we were asked to in be interviewed, and um, there were people lined up around the block, and there are big blocks in Hollywood, and um, I I didn't want anyone to know that I was in this movie because there were a lot of aspects to it that were questionable about our integrity and <clears throat> the integrity of the movie. Not integrity, but perception yeah and so i and i didn't think it would help me and until it became so iconic you know it didn't happen immediately that took 20 years for it to become iconic it wasn't like oh my god this movie is amazing everybody <laughs> you know we you just it just didn't happen it grew it just keep kept growing and growing and then finally what, 20 years later, 30 years later, now it's this brand that, you know, and of course, a lot of it has to do with the, the, the people who are making Evil Dead, that they continue to reinvent it or, you know, come up with di different iterations to make it so desirable. But I mean, but I, I, as what the same that Betsy said, um, there are situations where I've gone to film something and the director will come up to me and quietly in my ear say, you were amazing in Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I know. So there's a lot of like closet director fans. Well, I think horror was always a stigma for actors um, from the beginning of time, unless you were of the big three, unless you were Karloff or Lugosi, which that's what you were known for. Good point. And, and it wasn't till the 80s. Um, I would say the generation of the three of us fellas here that grew up in the video boom era when home video and especially, you know, all these horror films no one had ever heard of were available and we were all kids lapping it up. Then the internet came along and we found this whole community of all these people. It's one of the few things the internet's done well was bring <laughs> people together for that. And like I said, I've had the pleasure of interviewing so many people from horror films that said, we didn't put it on our resumes. We didn't acknowledge it. And 20 years later, we found out we're, you know, cult superstars in Europe. And, wow. you know, we found out we're, famous for something that we kind of buried absolutely oh absolutely you know I we were both raising that. children we had gone on we had we we knew it had been released we knew that they were making another one but there wasn't you know it was really the video store was also the other the also the other uh winning component for yep. movies in that time like evil dead and i've said it over and over and over again teresa's heard me say this in panels 150 times when Teresa and I grew up you saw a movie in the town that you lived in and you saw it before it left you quick raced to see it one time before it left you know once the video store started you could go and rent it and even pay a you know 25 cents a day fine if you kept it over the weekend and you hopefully were kind to rewind but you could watch it 19 times and you can invite different friends over, you know, in your parents' basement to watch it or in your college dorm. And that really cemented part of the iconic nature of a lot of these films, not just horror, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But to add to that, Betsy, um, our movie couldn't even get in the theaters. Yeah, it that's was, true. Too. It, you couldn't even go see it. So no. why would we think that anybody would have seen it? It was like there was no rating for it. And ratings were a big thing. In in Europe, I think it's England, they called it the video nasty. There there was a list of video nasties and oh, yeah. one of them. So oh, why yes. was a nasty on our, our resume? Not only that, you should be proud. I think you were number two on the list or two or three on the <laughs> list of video nasty. I think yeah. Driller Killer was number one and I think Evil Dead was number two or three. Yeah, baby. Wow. That's Amazing. awesome. Yeah. I, I want to bring up, and again, like I said, I was going through the three-disc set that I picked up at Walmart of the Evil Dead Ultimate Edition. Obviously, Aaron would be familiar with multiple editions, being the movie buff that he is, being the host of A&B uh, movies. 
but it was mentioned during the this three ladies of the evil dead of the panel in there and i've heard this story elsewhere as well of i believe it was Teresa. correct me if i'm wrong had used another name for the resume before but for everybody for all three ladies and obviously ellen's not with us tonight but uh it was the kid your kids that said hey would you guys involved with this project am i on the right boat there for both for both comments you're on the right boat Teresa, take it away yeah yeah i did use a different name because um at the time i had just done um a an industrial for Chrysler and um, joined the union. And so when I was offered this movie, I, I wanted to make sure that it was a union production. So I went to the union and I said, Hey, I got this movie. It's a feature film. And I went to the Renaissance picture guys and said, Hey, I'm in the union. And you guys are, I know you'll, you'll get this all squared away. And they both thumbs up. Yeah. We'll we'll square this away. Well, came time to go shoot and nobody had talked to anybody. And I kind of being new at the whole thing thought, you know, it's probably going to be fine. I'm just going to, no one's ever going to see this. And then I was more believing of that idea when I was shooting it, like no one's ever going to see this, but, but I also thought, you know, just in case I'm going to use a different name. And so I did make up a name to um, to go along with the movie uh, that I thought nobody would ever see, but <laughs> that didn't happen. They the union saw it. They suspended me and they fined me. So oops, oops. There you have it. Yeah. Aaron, do you have something else you'd like to bring up? Yeah, and actually I have a, a few questions that are maybe not related to Evil Dead. I'm, I'm sure Go for it. So many Evil Dead questions. The first one is, I know you said you don't like horror movies, but I want to know, are there any movies that you watch every October around Halloween? Rosemary's Baby, any sort of thrillers maybe? Well, I say, Halloween doesn't... <laughs> the Shining? Halloween doesn't have the same impact for me as it might for you. And I respect it. <laughs> okay. I'm used to taking kids out, you know, and getting candy or, or you know, doing mom activities over Halloween. I, I don't think of it as um, the same way probably that you do. So no. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Teresa on that one as well. I truly don't like horror movies. One of when people say, what is your favorite okay. horror movie? Yeah. I don't even know if it's a horror movie, but I, I watched and I was horrified by Rosemary's baby that you brought up, but I don't say it's mm-hmm. October. Let's pull it out, honey. What I, I mean, I am so like not into horror movies and I'm into October, but I will be guilty in saying that even today. And it's only August. I bought two cloth pumpkins today while shopping. So. Oh, so you do but get into the, just the for season, decoration. Just I yeah, I do ways. decoration, yeah. but I don't sit down and say, "October's around the corner." I'm going to pull out that Rosemary's Baby again. I don't do that. See, what you got to do, is, is both of so, you. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to say, both of you, for next time we do conventions, and you'll get that question about horror movies on Halloween, just to piss off the crowd. Say, I really go for like Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, and that's about it. Or how about <laughs> this one there, Mister uh, Bryant? We Mr. can always Nanny. mention that's terrifying. Mr. Nanny. That's scary. <laughs> Hogan in a uh, tutu, but we won't go there. I do. Like the, I do like the Charlie Brown ha- uh, Halloween. I, the pumpkin. The, I Great do like pumpkin. That. Charlie Brown is wonderful. Yes. Yes. Oh, or, my or girlfriend's most... coming in asking me to open a jar of pickles, but I think it's just because she knows I'm talking to you two, and she's such an Evil Dead fan, and she's like all excited. <laughs> Hello. Come around this way. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> We'll get a run in. <laughs> Are they dill pickles or sweet pickles? Dill. Uh, have to be dill. Um, I was just going to say to add on to that, you should look up the most hated horror movies, like Blair Witch Two, Book of Shadows. <laughs> yeah, really upset the crowd. Let's see what 
what what the what the what they say. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, I do have another question. Uh, Evil Dead has become a huge franchise. Are there other? I know you're not a horror fan, but are there other horror franchises that you would have liked to have been a part of. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. Maybe know. I should have asked Evil Dead questions. <laughs> well, you I mean, say Halloween because it did wonders for Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Halloween, actually, yeah. How, well, Jamie Lee Curtis has a whole thing with or without Halloween. I think. That's true, but yeah, look what it did for. Her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't. I mean. Yeah, who would not have liked to have had a small part? I don't Still, even know the name of it. I'm so bad. What was the movie with the witches with with Bette Midler and uh, Hocus Pocus? Yeah, I mean that probably uh, would have been witches fun. Oh, Hocus that Pocus would have yeah. been fun, but I just yeah, they didn't call me or no, but that would have been fun, I guess. Maybe you were pregnant. I could have been pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. How many babies are you fessing up to? <laughs> I only have two, but they were sure. at times in my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, can I ask one more quick question? Go for it. Um, th this one is kind of a fun one, I think. If there is anyone in the industry, alive or dead, that you could sit down with and have a, a coffee and just talk with them, who would you choose? <sighs> Does it, not, it doesn't have to be horror either. Pisa, you go first. Oh, thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's see. Who would I like to talk to? <laughs> I'm just going to say Elvis Presley. Wow. Pretty good. That's a good choice. Wow, T. What? He's, He's a hunk of hunk of burning Listen, love. you know. So, okay. With that, <laughs> would you go music or his movie career? Which way you go with that? You know what i think he could go either way he's it's all kind of one i think if yeah. you'd like i could serenade you with like rockahula or do the clan from blue hawaii <laughs> maybe we can close out with that yeah but remember brian you started that sentence by saying if you'd like that's true yeah but I was um, I'm, not away, gonna go, so. I'm not gonna go with elvis presley although just a little bit of trivia i think it was what August 16th with the, on the day that he passed away, was it not? I believe so. I'm going to Google that right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was either yesterday or today. Um, I would actually probably, since I had a little bit of time to think, I would have actually loved to have, I just met and talked or be on a set and watched Lucille Ball um, or Carol sure. Burnett. I just think they're both amazing comedians. And um, Lucille Ball was so intelligent you know, so intelligent. And I've enjoyed watching some of the documentaries in the last couple of years. And I guess that's who I would have, if I had to sit down in a room with somebody, you know, I don't know. Oh, and great choices. What, what would you ask? Um, to Lucille Ball. Oh, to Lucille Ball? Gosh, I don't know. So I much no you can idea. talk about. I just kind of sit there and sit on set and watch her. You, know. you would say, Lucy, you got a lot of explaining to do. That's right. <laughs> I, I loved the show. I mean, I loved yeah, the show. Course, I wanted to live in New York City because of Lucio Ball. Um, yeah. I live in like uh, less than an hour away from Jamestown, Lucio Ball's hometown, where the Lucy Museum is and everything. So wow. it was a very big deal to, to me and in my life and growing up, too. So that's a great answer. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very I love very Elvis cool. too. Don't get me wrong. And yesterday was Elvis's uh, death anniversary, unfortunately, nineteen seventy-seven. It was so yesterday. Might... No, it was today. It was today. Yes, I so. didn't even know that, but it just filtered through my body. That the synchronicity of horror. Wow. You are using the Book of the Dead to conjure right. up Elvis. Yes. He was channeling me. Yeah, be careful. Don't read it out loud. Mecca like a high, Mecca hiney ho. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, All right, Jonathan, I'll turn it back to you. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious to know because obviously you guys got together after that 20 year period and such. What was it? And I know it was different names were kicked around, but what was it about the 
going with the ladies of the evil dead to call yourselves as a group? Well, first of all, we are ladies, and I'll well, uh, well, that's the obvious, but it's nailed. You know, it's pretty funny. We, uh, when we first connected with Ellen, because Teresa and I had been friends for many, many, many years, raised kids, just you know, lost not didn't lose touch with each other, just went out of touch with each other because we were having like busy lives, you know, life was happening. Came back and we went to this premiere, and then we and we literally sat on the phone the next day going, hmm, what if. You know, it's yeah. If you give a mouse a cookie, what if we give a mouse a cookie? Then what would happen? And so then we, Teresa was instrumental in tracking down Ellen. Which, by the way, we barely had cell phones, but we Teresa found her through a a family friend or a relative or whatever. And we sat on the phone for hours. The funny thing is, we really didn't know how to conference call yet, and um, we didn't have even that capability. So one of us would just like hold the phone up so that all three of us could talk. And Wait, we went on for hours. And you came to my house. So oh, that yeah, the, that's right. And then we called Ellen, yeah. We don't live that far, like 15, 20 minutes. And she came over, and that's how we did a conference call. We had no idea that there was a technology that you could do it at your own yeah. house. We were pretty stupid. And we went through, <laughs> like, we went through every name. We went through Chicks of the Dead. No, we got to keep Evil Dead in there. Okay, um... Uh, elusive girls of the evil right. dead. We're trying to main, alliterate. The main point was that we didn't want to go do conventions without each other. Yeah. Because we thought, yeah. if we're going to do this, we got to have fun. Let's make it a girl's weekend. Get away from the family and the husbands and, and just have fun. And yeah. so that's why we tried to find a way that would keep us all as one so that you know one person wouldn't have to go by themselves or you know that kind yeah. of i think you missed the boat because you know the fan club are called the deadites you could have been the dead the deadettes the deadettes hey brian it's not too late buddy and I'll listen, i steal anything i can it's actually a great idea yeah and the deadites us, and you're the deadettes bruce and calls course, us bruce consistently calls us ditzy dames of the dead <clears throat> For you ditzy dames, whenever he introduces this or whatever at a convention, you know, here, here come the ditzy dames of the evil dead. Um, but we went through the whole, but deadettes, the deadettes would have been good because at one, time, at one time when we started out, I we thought, huh, we should have just like a little, a little hitch to our, just our threesome. We should actually do like a cabaret evening at a convention. We were trying to and write songs and find songs. on a jacket perfectly. Like the Andrews. Andrew's sisters like or whatever. Andrew's sisters, yep. Needless to say, it didn't pan out. But um, I like that dead ass. But yeah, we we tried chicks. We tried babes. We were not chicks anymore. We were not babes. We were not dead. But uh, we weren't even girls. We weren't broads. Well, we could have been broads. Broads of the dead. That was weird. So well, First off, you're both still babes, okay? Don't ever deny that. Thanks, and, Brian. You know, come on. You're always chicks. Okay. Oh gosh, now you got us confused again. But I like that dead end. <laughs> and as soon as Brian said that, I thought of Greece, obviously. I don't know why. But uh yeah, jackets, everything. Yeah, yeah, you could do the whole setup. We but... did start out with t-shirts. We had <laughs> we thought about merchandise. I mean, we had so many ideas, but you know, it's just very then you have to take all this stuff wherever you're going, and that became like well, I'm not t-shirts. I took them last time. Yeah. Or, Do you I mean, know I how the many... whole leather pants idea? You know, you sit there for seven hours in leather pants. That no, we're going for comfort. It just did so many things didn't work. Do you know how many dead at t-shirts you would sell to female horror fans? I love well, Brian. The three of us may, you know, maybe we can start a business or something, but uh, so I, I I'm 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 good at this stuff. I'm not good at much. But I'm good at this stuff. <laughs> My final question, and I'm going to then give it to Aaron and Brian uh, for their final questions because of time. But I'm curious to know, and I've been asked this a lot lately of the entertainment guests, if you guys are going to sit and have a glass of whiskey or a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice may be, what kind of entertainment do you look forward to? Is it Netflix? Do you enjoy going to a movie? What what do you ladies enjoy partaking in? 
Well, I'll say that I am a huge soccer fan and the World Cup has, uh, I got up to watch the game live. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That ain't nice, Brian. But um, I, that's sports. But I love stand-up comedy. I love it. And that's mainly what I watch on Netflix because they have a lot of it. Wait, I don't even know that, T. That's really interesting. Yeah, I love it. There's a Mexican young lady, I can't, Alonzo, I, I wish I could remember her last name. She's got a couple stand-up specials on Netflix. She's amazing. Alonzo, her name, first name's Alonzo. I've watched them recently. She's okay. very funny, very, you'll, you'll want to check out. But Betsy, how about you? Well, I know people make fun of me sometimes, but I don't care about that. Um, sure. I like musical theater. So I like musicals. I like old classic musicals. I like old classic movies. I like, I love documentaries. Um, I love Westerns. I love the old Westerns. And, um, hmm. Yeah. And I love, to... I love World War II movies. There you go. Brian, I'll have to hook her up with that uh, Western guy that, we talk about often. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll have to connect her with that after we get off air. But Brian and Aaron, do you have any final questions as we wrap? I do. And and Teresa, I gotta ask you because of your reference to being such a comedy fan, and you got to work with someone who I got to know a little bit later in life too, Steve Allen. Huh. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, not many people know that. Uh, I didn't actually do anything on the set when he was there. So they shot him in a different time frame than me. So it was unfortunate. I was really excited to work with him. And then um, the way they had it, his timing, you know, he was very busy. So we did, we did our pieces separately. I used to work for an organization that he worked for and he would come into town once in a while. And I was always so intimidated to meet him until the first time I met him, it was with him and Carl Sagan. That was more intimidating to me than Steve Allen. So I would say Aaron. Especially since I was 18 at the time. <laughs> awesome. I know we're short on time, uh, I guess quickly in a few words, can you tell um, the audience about some of the projects you're working on? If you can say anything, upcoming projects. Well, you know, we are honoring our uh, our unions and not uh, promoting anything that we're working okay, on. Okay, fair enough. Got it. But we yeah. are. But we are working. We're doing but things. Do We've done things. We did things before the strike, and it's all very it's exciting or will be exciting. And Teresa actually runs our Ladies of the of the. <laughs> forgot the movie we were in ladies of the evil dead uh, Facebook page, and she always blasts it out there so um yeah okay, perfect you can talk about some of the conventions that we're going to go for it those are you that know. Was my next question okay great yeah, so, go for it yeah so our next one is going to be uh in about three weeks which we're both like oh my god we're going to germany for a show called um <clears throat> weekend of hell oh and it's a great show yeah we've done it a few times and it's in essen germany and then uh shortly thereafter we're coming back to do is it then that we're going to la to to do oh, yeah, we're doing month uh son of is it son of monster palooza Monster Palooza, and we're very excited because Sam Raimi is going to be there, and you know, not not just that he's like this iconic director, but we adore him. And um, then after that, we're doing Nightmares in the Nightmare in the Falls in in Buffalo, or no, I guess it's it's right Niagara here. Falls. It's, it's right, right here. here. Yeah. Are either of you vegetarian? Yes. Oh well, then you're out. Betsy, no. <laughs> I can take you for the greatest wings in the world in Buffalo. Writing it down. You should yes. get my information. <laughs> I I will pass along. Okay. I always tell people that guess if they're coming anywhere near me, I will take them for the greatest wings in the world, not the touristy ones, the ones that real Buffalonians, especially big fat Buffalonian guys like me. Are you so, near? Are you near Buffalo? I am. I am in Buffalo. 
Well, neither Teresa or I have ever been there. So we're really looking forward to this. Okay. And we have a great show. Ladies, I will email you his information okay. when we get done. Uh, but as we close, I want to make a correction. The, when I was mentioning the com comedian, Miss Alonzo, that was her last name. It's Cristello Alonzo, Teresa. Okay, I'll check, check out. out. Yeah, she, Michelle Wolf. She's yeah. coming to Buffalo soon, so give her. Oh, I like her. Oh I my love God. Michelle Wolf. So I just wanted to make the correction and do so. But ladies, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great evening, and thanks for all the changes and making it work. We appreciate it, and uh, yeah, go Red Wings, I guess, right? I don't know. Go or Red Sabres. Red Sabres. Wings or chicken Wings, either one. And Chicken Wings, go Wings. They, they don't have good salad there, so that's why you're out, Teresa. I mean. I'll bring a peanut butter sandwich. You should okay. come out, though. It's wonderful. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. This is Debbie Rashawn, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.